hey folks, I'm WWE Hall of Famer, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, and you're listening to Horrible Horror, Tough Guy, So Bad, It's Scary! Greetings, moon goons. Welcome to Horrible Horror, the podcast where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies. I'm your host, Mr. Marshall Hampton. With me today, uh, my buddy, my best friend, my co-host, Mr. Aaron Southworth. He's back and on the reg now, so... Uh, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never really gone that long, jeez. But uh, yeah, man, how you doing today? Uh... My nuts are cold, dude. It's cold. It's cold as balls outside. Super cold. My nuts have like gone up inside my body. Which is titties are even falling off. It's yes, so cold. It is cold. Yes. Which is why like it's time nice time to go on a little island vacation, if yes, you will. Yes, we need to warm up. That's why we're drinking some summer shandies. <laughs> we found some summer shandies. Yeah, trying for the, to for the winter yeah, time. Trying to <laughs> hope they're still good. And <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Yeah. <laughs> I just saw him in the fridge. I'm like, ooh, summer shandies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we're trying to warm up uh, mentally here with, uh, as we get ready to take on Island of Blood. Island of Blood. Blood. Uh, but before we get to our main event tonight, we uh, first let's mention our uh, our prelims. Our, pre- <laughs> our prelim. The prelim. Uh, let's. Uh, I want to mention that our on our website horriblehorrorpodcast.com, we are still running a t-shirt sale. Uh, you can get our t-shirt for fourteen ninety nine right now. Fourteen ninety nine. Uh, we run them in XXL uh, all the way down to... I think we have like men's medium. small. I don't even know if we have men's small. We have I think men's, men's medium. medium and we also to, have them for the ladies. We have a few lady shirts. Not you, a whole lot left. If you like the lady cut, get the lady cut. There's so, very few of those left. Mostly women's we've been, mediums Yeah, are left. so we're running out of the women's the ladies cut. So if you like... if you're, but we got dudes from mediums up to like triple X though, I think. Triple X? I think we got a few triple X. For the big boys. For the big boys. For the big boys yeah. out there. They need loving too. Okay. Uh, so yeah, make sure you grab your shirt. Also, uh, I think I've mentioned this last episode. I'm not sure, but uh, if any of you listeners out there have any ideas for what like you might to see, like you see on our Patreon page, please uh, send us a, an email, send us a text, uh, or uh, you know, Instagram message or Facebook us. Just give us some ideas for something you know particular you'd like to see or have any ideas about that we don't send me a text. Yeah, don't send, don't don't start texting me. Well, we're not sending out our text. <laughs> we're not giving our phone numbers out. Um, <laughs> Also, uh, if you're listening to this, that means officially right now our this year's Horrible Horror March Madness Movie Tournament. Nope, I fucked it up already. Yeah. Okay, March Movie Madness. <laughs> Horrible Horrors March, March Movie, Movie Madness, Madness Tournament, Tournament of, of Awfulness. Awfulness. It's now open. Voting has begun. Woo! So check out our Instagram page. Uh, you're listening to this. That means the first two matchups have already been posted. They have been posted. The votes Start are coming voting. in. Votes are coming in. You can vote on it. Even if you don't vote on the first matchup today, if you go back in our, our feed, you can yeah. vote on Voting is open basically from now until our we start recording our next show. So basically about a week. Yeah, about a week. About a week so, to vote. So, yeah, because we uh, we tallied them up, and then we, we that way we're starting to like make our next uh, – Yeah, you know, we, our need, we need to make the next grid. Yeah. So, so yeah, about voting, a week. Voting's um, open for about a week. We will be doing uh, – we'll be uh, two – 
uh, two matchups per day. So probably around, I'm guessing around a lunchtime and a, an evening posting. Pretty probably. much. Um, so the first we're up. So you get right, next will be matchup three and four will be coming. Uh, so keep an eye out for those and uh, get your votes in uh, and uh, participate. It's a lot of fun. And you can help pick the worst of the worst of the movies we did this year. All right. Speaking of worst of the worst, let's jump right into it. Let's lather you know, slather ourselves up in some uh, some oil and lay some on the banana beach. boat. The banana boat. You yeah. know, get on the boat. The banana boat. Uh, so yeah, let's take on Island of Blood. Uh, this movie was released in 1982, and it looks every March the part of it. Like mine said, 1981. Really? Yeah. I've seen. I also saw somewhere it said 88. I'm like, no way. No this is an way. This was is that 82. This almost might be 79. This too. is like that transition from the 70s to the 90s. You know, pardon me, 70s. <laughs> Just lost a whole decade yeah. there from the 70s to the 80s. That kind That's of. That's what happens when you do that much coke. You just kind of lose. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure some people in the 80s lost most of the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> um, Unfortunately, we have a lot of snow, but it's yeah, not, not the that, good kind. Not that kind of snow. Yeah, it's just the kind that sucks. <laughs> yep, the shitty kind. Um, so, yeah, 1982, it looks very every bit the part of 1982. It, it's a very poorly filmed shot movie. It's very dark, very grainy at times it, oh, yeah. it, it looks it looks every, much every yeah, part of in 1982 in the 80s yeah like early in the 80s uh, written and directed by a man named William T. Naud N-A-U-D I don't know how you pronounce it but I will say Naud sure Naud Naud um, so other than, that's the, the only person in the cast I'm gonna I'm gonna mention two people one I'm not gonna mention until we start actually doing the movie but the only person I'm gonna mention before we start is Mr. Rick Dean who plays Jim one of our main characters uh, this movie was actually his very first acting credit his first job at acting first thing um now i think i said this later but uh he's actually he's, him and this other guy are probably the most successful i'll say rick, rick dean's the most successful but the other guy's probably the most recognizable mm. later uh but rick dean went on to 60 credits on total on his resume including such fine films as razor tooth satanic species three Ooh. beethoven's fifth <laughs> carnosaur two and three blood fist three and seven tales from the hood and the unborn. Okay. So, so some fun movies some, in there. Yeah, some good ones in there. It's, it, I find it interesting that he did what? Blood Fist three and, and five, and seven. Oh, I mean, seven. <laughs> yeah, he he just you know. He's, I'm, he's, back. He's, I'm back. I'm back. I'm gonna skip four, five, six, <laughs> and I'm just gonna go straight to seven. <laughs> those, those are too low brow. <laughs> yeah, those are too. But seven, lucky number seven. Perfect. Yeah. You know, when he says number seven, that's when he finally gets that's good. When you know he's starting to get pretty good. Because <laughs> Friday Thirteenth, which was just shit, Tony got to number seven. I'm sorry, number seven is one of my favorites. <laughs> it is one of my favorites too, even though it's probably in, in retrospect, it's probably one of the stupidest. I agree. In retrospect, <laughs> yeah, like, no, techno, it's fucking like Gene like Gray versus Jason. <laughs> <laughs> but that was like one of the first ones I saw. Yeah, when as I was a kid. kid so uh, oh yeah, it was a kid. Like, this is awesome. It wasn't the first one I saw as a kid, but it was, it was definitely one of them. It, it, yeah. was, it was the one that I really that really for some reason really gravitated towards. I think one of the reasons it grabs me so much is because it was one of the new ones. Like, I remember being a kid growing up and seeing Friday 13th movies and, like, in the stores and the video yes. stores and stuff like that. And then I think that was, like, one of the very first ones I saw, like, an advertisement for on, like, a TV ad. I don't remember and seeing like, TV ad ah, for it. I just remember know. renting it or seeing it on TV and, like, loving it. Yeah, but it was it was the new one. Yeah. yeah. I remember the one I remember most advertised for is definitely was uh, Jason Takes Manhattan, number eight. That's the one I remember a lot a big, of, a lot of, uh, big campaign. yeah, big campaign for that one. Um, anyway, uh, as we ramble on about useless bullshit, <laughs> about good movies we like, yeah, good movies. <laughs> uh, let's all right. Let, let's get ready for Island of Blood, guys. Get your coconuts out and your mai tais, and uh, sit back and relax and enjoy this. Oh, dude, you fart? No, I did not fart. 
Ugh, it smells like fart in here. Wow. All uh, right. Well, that's that's quality radio right yeah. there. <laughs> Did you fart? No. Sorry, I forgot. Apparently, the studio thinks of farts right yeah. now. I don't know why. Uh, but Might anyway, uh, so in the movie, we open with this woman taking a nice little nighttime swim in her backyard pool. And we quickly switch to like the uh, killer POV as he's watching it from the bushes. Man, they let you know it's a killer POV because the music is like, bah, 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 <laughs> bah. they beat you about the head and shoulders with this like, it's the killer. Yeah, <laughs> bah, bah, bah. yeah they, they, they do do that a lot. Yeah. Uh, there's no subtlety really in this one. <laughs> no. Um, so uh, the woman, she hops out of the pool. She sits on her diving board. To listen to some music uh, coming from a small portable tape player that, that looks more like a Walkman than a tape. Like how this thing was actually have actually be a portable. It's crazy. It's like a Walkman with no headphones. Yeah, it's it's just a it's a it's like a large Walkman with a speaker built into it. Yeah, it really and, it is. And uh, I think this gets a credit in the role, right? I mean, it's it's cast. It's got a yeah. It's got credits at the end. Right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it does. Yeah, because it's a main, It's like a pretty substantial character. I actually have that joke later about <laughs> a particular song we're gonna hear a lot. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, so she hears something. She presses stop on the tape and she looks around. Uh, the killer walks right up, basically right up to where he can like just like cool. blow on her no. neck. Okay, okay, okay. Just, just, just real quick. Uh, just, just to comment on her outfit, she does have a polka dot one piece on. But and that's not that big deal. But the big, it's kind of interesting. You don't really see it too much, especially if you're casually swimming. It's a swim cap. Yeah, I just, I just not nowadays, but I remember you see it. We see it a lot more in the '80s movies because it's like oh, girls didn't want to get their hair wet. And the, it was like a the pink. perms probably were a big thing, so you <laughs> can't get your hair wet with a perm. Yeah, you do not want to fuck up that. Perm. So um, yeah, yeah, but you're right. Yeah, the old it was, swim it was cap. like a pinky purple kind of. I swim. It was just like a light blue. Yeah, I couldn't cap. fucking tell. It's so dark. It's dark. Yeah, it's, it's so to me it dark. was light blue, but it could have been a light. Who pink fucking or knows? Blue. But it it's I was just like oh swim cap swim cap. Uh, so yeah, like I said, the, the killer walks up right next to her. He basically, like I said, just give her a wet wheelie if you want to. Bum, but bum, in, bum. He, instead, he pushes play on the tape player, and uh, the woman turns around, finds herself looking down the barrel of a shotgun. She screams. The killer pulls the trigger, blowing her head off. And I literally mean blowing her head off blowing because we your see head off. her head splash down into the pool and sink to the bottom. And the only way I can tell, I. I Again, the screen is so dark. It is dark. And I was really having trouble seeing. I'm like, what? Was that her head? Because it just looks like it's just, there's a lot yeah. of blood. But then you start to see the swim cap. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, it's her head. I did the same thing. Like, what am I looking at? And then the head kind of, yeah. But the, forget mind, she's shot in the face at point blank range with a shotgun. But her head. Unless he hit her, like, right in the neck. Like, there's no way. Still, unless, no fucking way. Shooting her <laughs> head would be mush. There would be nothing there. It's, it's, but it's perfect. It's like... It looks like she might have just been decapitated by like a bladed, some kind of blade, because her head is perfectly detached. Oh, and now at the bottom of the pool. It's his katana shotgun. <laughs> katana shotgun. Yeah. Love it. That's what it is. Because it was it was a clean cut. It was a clean cut. <laughs> uh so we roll the opening credits, and this is where we get introduced to a really shitty, super annoying new wave, new age rock song called Face to Face. As Eric alluded to earlier, this is where I put it my this song. Should have its own like name in the credits, top billing, because you're gonna hear this fucking song pretty much nonstop throughout this movie, and when it I, sucks. When I first heard, this, I totally disagree. When I first heard the song, I was like, "This is fucking cool." Really, it's catchy, it's fun, it's like pop punk, kind of Ramones influence. You know, it's like right when punk was really starting to like take root, and it kind of right. had. It was just like pop punk. Is this like you know? But it was punk. 
You know, and I'm like, this is cool. This is fun. Did you feel Did you feel that way by the end of the movie? No, I want to fucking <laughs> pull my ears off and eat them. You know? Um, so uh, just to give you a piece of I I'm going to play you the song, like the first minute or so of the song from, but this is, uh, you, you'll see how, we'll explain to you how it gets more annoying as the movie goes on, but it's not the complete song, it, but you'll get, you'll get the gist of what yeah. we're going for here. So sit back and enjoy a little bit of face to face. So that that that's face to face a bit. You get an idea of it now. I, as Aaron said um, before, I played the clip, and actually I, I was take it back. Listening to it by itself, it's actually not a bad little yeah. song. It is a little catchy. Yeah. I, I get it. But what it become by the end of this movie? By the end of the movie, it's just you're gonna want to stab yourself in the ears with a screwdriver. Yeah, I fucking hated it by the end of this movie. Of I course. hated it so much. Well, it just it, it they they play they play certain sections on a loop. Yeah. Over and over, over and over and over and yeah. over again. And we're going to get more into that, but man, uh, but initially, yeah, that sounds like... Yeah, it's fun. The fun when I first hear it, I'm like, yeah, this is cool, cool music. I'm into it. Yeah. I'm in. I'm in. So far, I'm in. So we far. see a shotgun blowing into someone's head off, yeah. weird swimming caps, <laughs> fun pump pop music, and I'm like, I'm in. All right. So um, now we start meeting some of our, our, our one-dimensional, if not no zero-dimensional <laughs> cast of characters. Who have gotten dropped off on the beach of a small island? We got two guys in black leather jackets wearing like rock star wannabes, like you know, like very Ramones esque. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, like, perfect example. Uh, we have Jim, the guy with like the curly manfro, and Phil. Now Phil is played by Stephen Tash. Now this is not a, probably not a household name, if you will, but he's probably the most famous or most recognizable person to come out of this movie, even though he only has seven total credits, because. He went on to play one Rich in Stephen King's Christine movie, but to me, he's more recognizable because through this, I'm like, oh, it's that guy. He's simply known as male student, but he was the test sub, the male test subject in Ghostbusters for Dr. Venkman's psychic electric shock test. <laughs> he was the one sitting with the cars and the shape on him. Doing the that, yes, that's him. Yes, from Ghostbusters. Whenever he's holding up the the card and he's got shocked a couple times, he yeah. goes, uh, he goes, what do you see? He goes, I don't know, a couple wavy lines, yeah. and it's a couple wavy, wavy lines. lines. <laughs> yeah, and he still shocks him anyway. Yes, 
Uh, that's him. Most incredibly recognizable. However, I didn't know who the fuck it exactly. was. Exactly. You don't know who he is, but like, I reckon it because mm. that guy's face doing that test always stuck out to me. That's this guy. It's because he's getting the shit shocked out of him so <laughs> yeah. Peter Bankman can get banged. Yeah. <laughs> so Bankman can do some shocking. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, and now we also meet our main girl, Billie Jean, a.k.a. BG. Now, I it is it BJ. It is BJ, thank you. Um, it is very important to, that we mention here that Billie BJ. Jean is not my lover. Uh, she is just a girl who said that I am the one. And let me be very, very clear on this point. The kid is not my son. Did you really just do that? Yes, I did. That was, that was, you, you were like waiting for like me to be like, yeah. And I'm like, mm-mm, mm-mm. Mm-mm. you should have right. gone with blowjob jokes. All right. <laughs> I was trying to keep a little more highbrow here. Because we're so high, cause oh, we're so highbrow so here. Highbrow. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, well, hey, I appreciate the effort. Though. Swing and a miss. Hey. You know, you can't hit them all out of the park. But yeah. as Gretzky said, you, you, you miss 100% of shots you never take. Correct. So it is what it is. If you liked it, thank you. If not, go fuck yourself. <laughs> go what yourself? Fuck yourself. Okay. But yeah, whatever. Um, let's just move on. Forget that whole thing happened. <laughs> so we cut to a marina where we meet a cr- we meet cranky old Bert. Who see he's a caretaker of source. Now he oh, has this, he is a fucking crab ass. He is a big crab ass. Uh, he has a conversation with some real estate guy about this small island, and apparently there's like this old school on that Bert has really fond memories. I guess he went to school at this place. Yeah, when he was and, a kid. And it's just a small island. Apparently, it's got this great school and. You know the real estate guys trying to get get the inside scoop on yeah. what the, what's going on with the property. Yeah, because like he wants to buy it and like I guess tear down his school and turn it like beachfront condos or whatever. Yeah. Um. Now, Bert again rants to the guy about uh, like he said, tearing down school. Um, it's not really important, but it's it's there. And apparently, like, that's like the only thing they ever talk about on this island is just this old school. Yeah. Like, there's nothing else on this island except for school, which is really a weird thing. Like, who would build an island, like a school on an island? Talk about a pain in the exactly. Dick Talk to about get your kids, kids there. there. You got to ferry them in and ferry them out. Oh, take a, get a fucking robo. Like, <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, that's like the worst. Now, now, if I had a jet ski, that might be pretty fucking cool. That would though. be pretty cool. Jet ski, see them up. <laughs> yeah, but like. This is logistic. That, Yo, like, that's the stupid, school. <laughs> whatever city planner came up with that idea is a fucking moron. <laughs> Let's put the school on the island. Um, Must have been a private school. Of course, yeah. Uh, so uh, next we meet our hippie-esque folk singer, Taylor, <laughs> sitting in a window in a classroom at the old school, playing his guitar and singing some crap song about holes in the sky. Dude, yeah. And so when I see him, I'm just like, okay, pussy yeah. you know a little douchebag hippy dippy guitar player there's some girl that's dancing oh you oh you mean flash dance wait yeah she's like flash dancing way out of rhythm of this Which, music exactly yeah yeah we have donna lincoln who like is flash dancing around yeah, the room donna in lincoln full spandex in full spandex fucking flash dancing you know it should be like you know flash yeah. dance music <laughs> and you got fucking simon garfunkel over there playing this like or john denver folk music like bullshit on an acoustic guitar and she's dancing her tits off yeah uh, it's like it's so it's such a weird image. It is. It, it nothing matches. Because there's match no. Up. She's. It's. You hear this music and it's so prominent. Yeah. And she's dancing. Clearly away. not dancing no. to that music. She's got her own thing in her head or something. But she's dancing around. I was waiting for her to sit on a chair and pull a chain. It's or really something like weird that. image. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Then we have Lynn. 
Uh, the only thing that makes Lynn stand out at all is that she's the one in, with a foot in a cast and she's on crutches. Other than that, I don't know how else to describe her. She's just there. Yeah. She, and she's kind only, of a bitch. The only thing to differentiate her from anyone else is she has crutches. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like I said. Uh, and then we have uh, John, who's kind of like the skinny, nerdy guy. And then we have Rick, who's kind of, I guess, the, supposed to be the manly... The jock. He's not even really a jock, jock type. He's, I mean, he's, he's like he's, the manly man. He's muscular. To me, he's big. He, he looks more like fucking, uh, like, I would... Blames like, uh, oh god, who's leading the, man role type of yeah, guy. Yeah, but who was the guy from this old house? Bob Vila. Yeah, Bob Vila. What? I don't know. Not because of the beer, but just he had that like handyman look to him, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, I, I don't Bob know. Vila. He was bigger than Bob Vila, but he just had a handyman look to him. I don't know. Maybe it was just the clothes, but that's weird. Yeah, it, I, <laughs> strike two. And there's, I will say, there's, there's <laughs> one shot. There is one shot of Rick, like the, the, just the way his head was turned, just perfectly. It kind of reminded me of our old friend Mike Carpenter. Like, oh yeah, yeah, like just the way his facial looked. Um, but anyway, uh, so Lynn and Steve they leave to go have a look around. As Jim, Phil, and BJ they enter the room from the from the beach. Lynn and Steve they enter the old uh, faculty house to, uh, to find the rooms they're going to stay in. And the while you know the two of them have been talking this whole time, it's pretty you know is pretty much calling. I'm sorry, not Steve, Rick. It's This is Rick. Uh, mm. uh, calling Rick dumb and kind of stupid. And he's like, hey, is this... And she seems pretty put off by the guy altogether. She's like, oh, you're just a big, dumb man yeah. person. Um, big, dumb man person. Yeah, exactly. So we cut back to Jim and Taylor. They're talking in the classroom. And whatever they're talking about, they disagree on. Uh, and the conversation, I don't really... Couldn't really pick it all up. But it gets really fucking weird at one point because... For out of nowhere, Jim starts using his hand like as a puppet and starts talking to his hand like a mocking Jim. And then J- Taylor just hits Jim in the gut with his guitar neck and, I and was, walks away. I was so like blown away by this. So far, we have the like he's got long feathery hair, yeah, like a cozy sweater, playing acoustic guitar, singing about feelings and holes in the sky. And, and, and the new, next yeah, thing you know, he's like smashing a dude in the stomach with his guitar. And he's just like, quit being a bitch. And I'm like, whoa! But, that's, but it's a hand puppet. Yeah, a he turns into away. a total weirdo. It's a, such a weird, weird, yeah, this, weird scene to so look the, at. Okay, again, I don't remember their names and fucking who cares. Yeah. Okay, because the, the, you got the acoustic guitar guy. Taylor. And the other guy in the, like a leather jacket, Jim. punk rock looking. Yeah. You know, and he's like, just he like, should be the big tough yeah, guy. At first, he's like, "Don't be so fucking depressing, man." He's he kind of looking like he's getting in his face, and that's when Taylor starts going, "What was wise guy, huh?" Like yeah. doing like a like a hand puppet, yeah. And then sucker punch or hits him in the stomach with a guitar, doubling over the punk yeah, rock guy. Jim to double and over, like, and then Taylor just walks away. And he's just like, he's like, pull yourself together, and like, and goes, holy shit! He walks away and goes back to sing this stupid little yeah. Fruity, and he goes, look, and he goes and looks out the window, and he's like. Doo, 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 doo. <laughs> Feelings. Uh, yeah. I'm like this guy's fucked up. Yeah, it's fucking he's, weird. He's it's like so a weird. Folk singer bully. Yeah. <laughs> this is a weird character. I kind of like him. Uh, and he sees this. Uh, you know, he sees a boat approach on the island. And we cut back to the faculty house where BJ and Donna are talking about how. This is both of their first, ma- like you know, first their first movie, movie their first job. feature film. Because apparently, you don't. Hasn't really been 100% explained, but they're all here to basically because they've been cast in a movie that's going to film on this island. That's the thing. So this is their first movie that they've ever done. Um, BJ heads up the stairs to find a room and ends up walking in on Lynn and Rick getting it on in a bed out of nowhere. Like, what? That came out of left field. Right? Like, where, where the... F- like, 
huh? That just made zero sense because the entire time Lynn is just talking shit direct. Like, you're stupid. You're dumb. I don't like she's coming off as a bitch. And they cut to them. They're banging in a bedroom upstairs. Classic. Like, what's going on? Uh, so Donna, in the meantime, ends up in the basement storage area. So I guess that's the next you know logical thing to do is go down into the basement. And this is something, again, we, we probably goes without saying but being in 1981 82 yeah. indie horror movie the editing is atrocious the sound is atrocious yeah you'll have a scene where it's just like the music's playing and it just it's a hard cut to like a beach and then another hard cut to someone going huh like in like mid, <laughs> like mid-sentence yeah like in the middle of a sentence and you're like whoa, whoa, whoa what's happening so that's plaguing this entire movie. Yeah, it does. And this lighting is... And I'm talking about the light. Like, oh. right now, it's not that bad, but it's, the light... Because it's last, natural light. Yeah, it's not... But, like, the last 30 minutes of this movie is almost impossible to see what's it's going so on. It's so difficult to tell what's going on. So, um... So, Don, yeah, so Don's in the basement snooping around all this old stuff in the storage lock in the area. Um, and then we switch to Killer POV again, and... Ba 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 ba. That's what it's like! <laughs> And then we see like a person in black robes and this weird looking skull mask on a very large blade lurking about. Uh, the killer ends up attacking Donna who screams as the killer hits her with the blade but nothing's happening. And then the road figure removes his mask and we see that was John just trying to fucking scare John Donna. John the nerd. And he's like, what? The bl- it's just cardboard. Just ha, cardboard. Ha, ha. Well, you were scared? It's like, yeah, asshole. <laughs> yeah, of course I'm scared. Fuck you, man. Uh, so Don storms off. John follows her. That's it. Uh, we cut to this group now. The group gathered around as they are introduced to the movie's producer, Steve Faith, and the director, Franklin Phlegm. Uh, <laughs> Franklin Phlegm? Yeah. <laughs> Great names whoever wrote this. Uh, William, yeah. William T. Noud. <laughs> Franklin Phlegm? Really? That's the fucking worst name. Uh, Once you get like Burt Booger, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ, uh, yes. Leslie Weiner, you know? <laughs> uh, and this is yeah, this is where we find this is where the movie tells you like why wow, they're all here to make this movie, not not just make any movie, it's to make an up and up movie about a charity rock concert or some crap like that because so many of the movies today are so such downers, downers, and the world's a horrible, terrible place, and everybody's bad, but no, we're gonna make an up and up movie where it's sunshines and lollipops and yay. And that's basically how they present the movie. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so Flam hands out the scripts. Steve's talking and blabbing on. Uh, then we just cut to Bert drinking in the kitchen, complaining about everything. Yeah. It's kind of funny, actually. I like, kind of love Bert. Yeah. He hates everything. Yeah. I, I like Bert. He's this grizzled old fucking caretaker man. Yeah. yeah I like, like Bert too, too. Yeah. Bert's probably my like favorite sh- too. Long shoreman kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah. Got, yeah exactly. Like just working on docks his whole life. Yeah. Uh, he's he's drinking like like bourbon whiskey, or whiskey, whiskey, whiskey out of the bottle. Whiskey, yeah. Out of the bottle. He starts cooking dinner for everyone. Uh, Steve tells him that there are no phones on the island. That the only phone is the radio phone on Bert's boat. Uh, we also learn that the actual crew of the movie won't show for a few more days, which is going to give them time to rehearse and get ready for actual shooting. Because apparently, no one's read the script. Yeah, how's that possible? <laughs> I know. I know what. <laughs> Like, uh, yeah, so we cut to Flem and BJ doing a scene rehearsal in the classroom. And this is where it turns out that we learned that the movie's lead actress, BJ, is a totally shit actress. Horrible, now, like, just reading lines off the Now, the, the page. girl who plays BJ isn't, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about BJ, the character, turned out to be... Um, uh, 
horrible, horrible actors. Right. So not saying the actor's playing her is any better, but the character is pure <laughs> shit. The character is supposed to be an awful actress. Yes. And Flem is just like, oh, he realizes this and is like, like, oh, oh fuck. shit. Yeah. And that's what you just you know what you do. You recast. You give it to like, you know what? We're gonna recast. Although it. I kind of like his technique. I do like his technique. Uh, I have more on that later because we keep we come back to this, but uh, I do like it. Uh, we're gonna skip ahead a few scenes because not much is happening. Uh, Phil decides to go check out the pool to take a dip. And he reaches down to test the water and finds that the pool water is boiling it, it's, hot. It's like bubbling. It's bubbling. It's, it's bubbling. So bubbling like a jacuzzi. He's like, you know, I mean, if I saw a bubbling pool, I'd probably be like, okay, maybe it's the jets or something. So I understand yeah. him, like, putting his hand in, like, what is this? And he's like, ah, it's boiling, you yes. know. He, he's, um, he's, it's bo- Yeah. How much energy would be needed to make an entire, an entire pool boil? I know. Boil. That's what like, I thought, too. Like, how would you even do like, that? Like, what kind of, like... It's an island, a small island. I'm sure they have generators and stuff, but to get a whole pool. That's actually what they call it later. Because later when the power goes out, they're like, oh, it's probably the power generator. So you're saying this whole island's run off a generator? I understand. How, a are, you, how, do you, how are you heating a pool to that the point, A big-ass pool to be the point of boiling. Boil, a rolling boil. Yeah, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's fucking insane. So uh, anyway, Phil's like, fuck it. I, he starts putting his clothes back on to leave. And that's when we see a portable tape player suddenly come dangling into the view, uh, playing that shitty face-to-face hurt song. Me. Hurt yeah, me. Only this time, yeah, the lyrics have changed from hurt me, hurt me face-to-face to boil me, boil, boil me, me face-to-face, boil me, boil me face-to-face, boil me. And it's just that over and over yeah, and, and over again. you think we're doing it shitty. <laughs> hey, that's that's gentle compared to what you're experiencing yes. in this movie. So, um, the killer who we we don't see comes out of the bushes, pushes Phil into the boiling hot water. Phil flails around screaming as he's getting boiled alive like a lobster. The death scene goes on for a while, and the whole time, not once does Phil even try to get out of the pool. Yeah, he just keeps going up and down, bobbing up and down. Yeah, I was like, get your, you have, you're, you're perfectly capable of, yeah, it's hurting, it's boiling, but you make. Holy shit, I gotta get out of this pool fast. Yeah, now. Nope, he yeah. decides to basically float around and flail. Flop, flop around and for take a while. It. So, the whole time, like I said, that damn song's playing until the killer tosses the tape player into the water. Thank you. Now, I will say the makeup job on Phil Pretty good. was surprisingly good. Agreed. I actually was, it surpassed my expectations for this movie. Yeah. 100%. Like, oh. Not bad. Not, that not looks bad. like someone got boiled. Boiled, yeah. yeah. So I was happy. I was like, mm. that's a thumbs up, you know, plus. So far, so good. Okay. Plus for them. Uh, now we cut to uh, the whole cast sitting around the dinner table as Bert serves them dinner. Uh, Bert, but he's, of course he's cranky and pissed at everything. So he's like, he's like, that was a damn tragic accident. What happened in Phil? But I told him, you know, the gate was closed. The gate was locked. It was locked. It's his own fault. You know, but you know, just being cranky. Um, yeah, he's he's everyone's all distraught. Yeah, sort of, kind of. It's like if there, everybody half knows. Half. Yeah, it's like everybody knows somebody like they just died, but none of them, nobody really seems to care that much. Um, however, when Bert reveals that he cooked a lobster for them for dinner, that <laughs> makes a few but of them money. Boiled lobster. Yeah, boiled lobster. They're not just like lobster. Yeah, it's like they have to re- boiled. Like how else do you do lobster? You boil lobster. I mean, like, is there any other way you cook lobster? You can maybe do lobster tails on the grill. Maybe a but, tail. Yes, but this is these are yeah. full on lobsters. Yeah, this, is, this looks fan fucking tastic. You know, like 
Old Bert's bitching and griping <laughs> and complaining, but man, the guy can cook up some chow. You know, if I well, came up like, fish, yeah, holy yeah. shit, we got lobster. Fucking A, Bert. You're okay in my book. <laughs> I actually hate lobster. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, I hate man. lobster. Why do you eat yours then? Yeah, I, yeah, I try to give you mine. Um, so anyway, um, John, it makes sense. Some of them get uneasy after seeing the lobster. John leaves as Lynn calls the lobster boiled fill, which that's a little tack. That's, yeah, was, that's nice. Very tasteful. Yeah, very yeah. tasteful. Flem whispers into Steve's ear, not to worry about the dead guy that he wrote him out of the script and it will save them money. So, yeah. It will save us a fortune. <laughs> <laughs> not the fact that you're gonna deal with the liability that someone yeah, died. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Not the fact that gonna, how much are they paying this guy? And the bad press. Yeah, this guy must. <laughs> so he must have been paying him way too much. Way too much. So uh, we cut to hippie Taylor laying in bed, strumming his six string. For some reason, he puts on this plastic mask, which he suddenly has. For he got that from nowhere. Who knows where that came from? Uh, but yeah, it's like a weird. It kind of looks like the uh, dramatic faces masks, you know, like the no s- uh, similar, um, I guess, of like the. To the, me, I would the closest like thing I would say drama it, masks or whatever. But it doesn't have. I, I would say the closest thing I would describe it as it's one of those like, just those weird clear plastic masks that might have like a little like. It like, had color in it though. It had like like know? a little lipstick on or blush for, like the girls, but it's just clear plastic and it just kind of distorts the face. Looks really weird. Uh, but this one was kind of painted gray or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was yeah. like gray, but that was it. But but where did he get this thing, and why is he putting it on to go to sleep in? Because he puts it on, and he like immediately goes to sleep. Like, who would sleep his, in a mask like his that? His sleeping mask. Anyway, time passes. All is quiet. Everyone's asleep. And then the song starts playing again. Uh, we see Lynn winding around in the dark, as she's met by Bert. Both of them like want to know who's playing that damn music. Because because uh, Bert hates everything. Bert, Bert's just like, who's which one of you dopers is playing that music? Apparently, every everybody under the age, oh, of, in, in his generation, not yeah. in his generation, is, yeah. is a druggy doper. Is a druggy doper. Yeah, which I thought was pretty funny. Uh, uh, the more things change, the more they say the same. Right? <laughs> Everyone just pissed off a millennial, and everyone's now getting pissed off a Generation Z or whatever they call bunch of low life doper dopers. <laughs> <sighs> Uh, so Bert goes looking for a source of the music. Donna now also shows up behind Lynn and shortly Rick appears too. So everybody's getting up, looking around. Uh, Bert finds a small tape, uh, uh, tape player blaring the music, hanging and swinging from a ceiling. Uh, he, he yells out to everyone that this shit happens again. He's going to kick them all out. I don't care about your damn movie. Yeah, that's right. He don't care. Uh, he tosses the, uh, tape player onto a rocking chair and leaves. And then seriously, less than like two seconds go by. It's like toss on the rocking chair, two, hard, one, hard cut, hard cut the Burt leaving, hard cut right back to the rocking chair, and the tape player is already gone. It's gone, missing. Uh, we're skipping ahead again. We cut back to Taylor. He's still asleep in his bed. The tape player is once again playing that fucking song, only the lyrics now are saying, spear me, spear me, spear me, face to face, as the tape player swings back and forth above Taylor like a pendulum. Uh, Taylor wakes up just in time to see a spear Hovering uh, like above a spear him. gun. Yeah, yeah, I didn't even know what it was. But I think it was a spear gun. I didn't think it was even a spear gun. I thought it was like a weird, like plastic, like almost like a, like I want to say like a fence post. Again, but it's, it's so, so dark. It's it's the weirdest fucking thing. It's incredibly dark. I thought spear gun. I thought it was more like a uh, like a either a fence post or just like a weird like fishing spear, which would be a little more spear gun esque. But it was it was an odd looking thing, whatever it was. Well, it was spear like. Spear like, yeah. And, and the sure enough, it speared him right in the fucking eye. Right through the fucking face. Right, yeah. right through the eye hole of the mask mm-hmm. into his eye, through his head. Now, I again, it looked 
pretty good. Pretty good. And I think this is the reason, and this is just kind of my thought, because I haven't thought about that too. What the fuck is this guy put on the mask? Yeah. And you can, so you could do a hard cut to just the mask, have a, you know, a mannequin head or something underneath with blood on the eyeball area. Because as soon as that, that spear went, it shook yeah. right into the head and blood started coming out. So, I mean, not like a ton of blood, but, you know, blood started right, coming yeah. out. So I think that's one of the, it's, it's not a bad, cheap way to make it look like no, you speared it, someone you might in the have eye. A point there. Yeah. That's actually a really good point, and that could be it. It just it was, so it might it be a clever so, way. It's just so yeah. weird. It was so weird and out of place to see him like all of a sudden just laying in bed to pull this mask on to go out sleeping. Yeah, they didn't. Like, ex- it would make it more like, s- we don't. We're not going to explain this. No, because <laughs> like he, he, like it would make sense that there was a shot where we saw him in the basement where there was a bunch of, like weird costumes, probably from like the theater department, or weird right. shit down there. But he was never down there. We never he seen just, him pick up the mask. He just... Out of nowhere. He's out there laying in bed. Pony has a mask on his face. Yeah. It's, so that was weird. Uh, the next morning, John and Donna uh, talk about the size of the roles or the lack thereof. Uh, John goes to get Donna coffee, ends up in the classroom while Jim is looking at a body covered in a blanket that lying on the beach. Yeah, this is the boiled... Boiled, yeah, yeah. it's Phil. So they... they, they... <laughs> Jesus. They, they wrapped him up and put him on the beach. beach. Yeah. It's like where all the fucking... Let the crabs get Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All the little critters can start chewing on them. Uh, so, uh, John and Jim get into get into it over the Beatles and reincarnation or something. I'm not really sure, but it was really weird. Uh, yeah, I'm waiting for this guy to... I'm waiting for this hippie to start punching him. He'd be awesome. <laughs> it's not even a hippie <laughs> oh, anymore. Sorry, this yeah, this sorry. is John the Nerd and I forgot Jim the, the, nerd, the yeah. Ramon guy. I forgot the... Yeah, the hippie's dead. Hippie's I forgot. Dead. Oh, he got speared in the eye. Uh, but yeah, they're like, I believe in reincarnation and something about the Beatles. I'm like, what? Like, I don't know. Uh, John accuses Jim. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> John accuses Jim of unlocking the pool gate, and then he leaves. He scampers off. Uh, on the beach, Bert and Steve are talking. Um, over, they're staying over the dead body. Uh, the two of them are getting ready to head back to shore, I guess, to report to death to the, the local authorities. Meanwhile, Flem and BJ are doing another rehearsal, and this is where we're going. Flem realizes how horrible BJ is, and it's I find it hilarious because. He keeps dumbing down her role. Like, he keeps cutting lines. She has like, these long scenes, these long lines, and she's delivering it so poorly. Just my, so, like, the, so deadpan. Monotone. Off, mon, yeah. Deadpan. So, and, but just for me, having a theater background and a directing background, like, I really appreciate this because it made me laugh so much because <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, what do I do with you? Like, yeah. It's like, all right. Let's, and then he starts being like, oh, yeah, you know what? It's not you. You're fine. It's like. The, the part is too overwritten. They are, yeah. they, we're going to skip this out. How are they going to know about my dead uncle? That's the... Oh, thank you so much. Yes. How so he keeps cutting my... lines. And, um... Oh, God. So, uh... There's also this one line where there's a character in the script named um, Rick. Uh, not not the Rick from the movie. the movie, but another Rick character. And there's a line where it's like, Rick... I miss you, Rick. I need you, Rick. I love you so much, Rick. Don't go, Rick. It's like, how many times are you going to drop the name Rick? I'm like, that's just shitty fucking writing. <laughs> like, oh my God. But um, there's, there's a good joke that Aaron's about to, about to say that this one really made me laugh because uh, Flem's cutting more of BJ's lines. And there's this one line about uh, BJ's character, her character's uncle dies. And BJ asked Flem, like, if you cut that line, how is the audience going to know about my dying uncle? To which he says, don't worry, the audience will know who's dying as soon as they hear you speak. I love that. Loved it, too. I love it. I lo- I laughed. I was like, ah! <laughs> that one got it me. It was good. It, it was, was good. Because he delivered it just with enough sarcasm, 
that made that a good, made it but, funny, but, but just, she didn't get but it. But just <laughs> enough that it would, would went over her head. Yes. You know, it was very well done. It was so that was pretty funny. Best part it's, of the movie, really. How do they know he's dying? Don't worry. As soon as he starts speaking, they're going to know who's dying. <laughs> yeah. Fucking great line. Yeah, great fucking line. Um, so BJ decides if she can take off her robe. Because she can get a more of a beach feeling if she's not in a robe. Yeah, and he's looking down his nose like, whatever, sure, whatever yeah. whatever makes you get in the mood. So she does, and we see that she's wearing like this swimsuit. And not even like a sexy bikini, just, just like a one, floral yeah, one we're piece. Not, we're not talking like... Bah, 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 yeah, it's not bah, like that like like stringy, yeah. real thin yeah, reveal. It's just a floral she's one wearing piece. wearing a one piece. I mean, she's, um, she, and plus she's, I mean, yeah, she's a good looking lady, but it's not like... I, 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 yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. Uh, but Flem's reaction to this also made me laugh because he, he, because he looks at me like, oh, so he's like, oh, he's like, yeah, he doesn't he's overact like, it, he doesn't though. overact he doesn't, it, but he, but this he guy's pretty decent. But he's like, yeah, you can tell he's into it. He's yeah. like, um, this flashes her attention and he's, uh, digging the side of her in her swimsuit. He, he's just smitten by this. But then the best, again, that made me laugh so hard. Like, he excuse as soon as he sees her in this bathing suit, he goes, excuse me. Uh, I need to go to the bathroom. This will I'll be a few minutes. And he walks out. It's like, this fucker's going to go jerk <laughs> off in the bathroom. He started, he was like, I'm going to go and rub one out. Again, he does a good job. I mean, you, you could you could ham up those lines so much and it'd be like, oh, you know. But he does it un- well enough. Doesn't beat you over the head with it. Right. It's pretty good. No, he really is. Yeah. It's pretty sad. But I, I laughed so hard. Come on. Like, <laughs> it's funny. Oh, yeah. I see you in a swimsuit. I'll be right back in the bathroom. Not the fact you say the bathroom, but I'm gonna be a few minutes. Yeah, that's, that's like it. like hammered like, at home. Like, yeah, yeah, you're gonna jerk off in the bathtub, buddy, I, I, or bathroom. I get it. Uh, we now we cut to a scene between Lynn and Rick. Again, Lynn's being kind of bitchy towards Rick. Uh, it's an impl- now it's also implied that Rick also banged Donna last night, the previous night. Very subtly, like hinted that. I didn't it, even it, catch it. You Barry, there's a scene I skipped over because it's normally not important. But so, like I said, we saw Rick and Lynn banging already. And then that night when uh, Tyler dies and everybody's out looking for the music. Oh, yeah, yeah, Don's yeah. like, I'm she, sleep- I can't go back to sleep. Where I need get- someone to, to rub, rub my back. back. I mean, you know anybody who would do that? And then she kind of, she says it to Rick and kind of like walks past him. Like, and like Rick's like. Glancing towards yeah, the, her bedroom. Or, or at him upstairs, or something like that. Yeah. And Rick's like. Huh. And he turns and follows her. Yeah, but that's was, the only hint you get that there they was had too been. long of a time. Like he didn't follow her very closely. No, I, he didn't. I, yeah. Actually, because at first I was going to comment that motherfucker did not get the message. I'm I like, saw oh, that too. Oh, there he goes. The okay. first time I was like, oh, he's just he's like fucker, whatever. I don't care. I thought the very same thing the first time I watched this. But then you get this line. Oh, you bang, you know, you like Lynn's accusing of banging down. So like, oh, I guess he did go rub her back and you know whatever. So rubbing out, yeah, on her rubbing. back. Um, oh. And they also talk about the tape players, and it turns out now that there's more, you know, they, they realize there's more than one tape player. No shit. Because, like, this is the one I found in the bottom of the pool, and this one, blah, and so... So the pool must be normal temperature now. I, I thought about that, too, but I was like, you know what, they could have used a pool skimmer. Yeah, that's true. They could have just skimmed it out. Um, uh, so we jump to Flem, who I guess is done drinking off now, because he's looking out a window, watching Bert's boat sail, you know, not sail, but, you know... Head off the island. Yeah, yeah. He's with the so the producer Donna, and the producer Steve and Bert left the island to go report to the authorities. They're on the boat. Yeah, they're on the boat going out. Flem is in the classroom watching them leave. Donna enters, talking to him about like, "Hey, can I talk about the script for a minute?" And then all of a sudden, Bert's boat just fucking explodes. <laughs> just just ba boom. <laughs> 
Dude, I was looking away. I know. For two seconds. Yes. I was just like, I, I blinked my eyes. Yes. And I, and I hear, boom. And I'm like, huh? And I'm like, thank well, you. What, what the fuck happened? I, so the first and, time I watched, I did the same thing. I'm like, I, he's looking out the window. I glance away for a second and hear, boom. I go back. I look back and they're looking out the window. And he says his line. Like, uh, and Dad's like, goes, what, was, what that? was that? She's like, good golly, what was that? And Flem just replies, that was the producer, <laughs> which yeah. was kind of funny. But I was like, I was like what, so, what happened? So like, first, I'm like, oh, okay, they didn't have the money. They didn't want to show the explosion. We just hear, okay, I get it. But the second time I watched it, I saw the explosion, but it's so fast. It's like a one second clip. Like, you blink your eye, it's gone. And it's so far away. It's so far away. So you see this lit, like this. Off, way <laughs> off in the distance. This little boat, so unimpressive. So unimpressive. And you're like, so I guess that's a little boat out there. And you see, boom! <laughs> <laughs> looks like a firecracker because it's so far away. <laughs> it's so, and, op- and then it just cuts yeah, it, so it's, hard. It's, it's so opposite of like all the other A's movies. Like, like perfect example is uh, the boat explosion from Humanoids of the Deep. And any explosion, where you show they show like boom, eight or boom, ten angels, they're, 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 giant like, explosion. If you're gonna make something explode, you're gonna get your fucking mind's worth right. out of that. And you're gonna show that shit here, like boom, done. Like move on. Dude, I wonder <laughs> if they were just like biting off some other movie. Hey, I hear they're gonna blow up a boat. <laughs> They just gorilla filming. Like, <laughs> they got as close as they could. Zoom in as much as you can. There goes. Okay, now get out of here. Go, go, go. go, go. go, go, go. <laughs> I love. I love thinking that. That's the real. That, yeah. I love that idea. I hope they did that, I hope they did that too. Because it's really that's shitty. Hilarious. So. Uh... That's the worst explosion I've ever seen. It was so bad. It was it's the so worst like... explosion. Oh my god. There was. That's what there was. I forget what movie it was, but they basically saw. It was basically a plastic car we watched explode or something like that in one of the movies. Yeah. It was like, you can clearly tell it was, it was like a plastic car they dropped like in an M82 and it just blew it up. <laughs> uh, anyway, so then we see, we cut to the tape player swinging back and forth on the beach as the song says, sings, burn, burn me, me, burn me face to face. Um, so later that night, we joined Donna in her room. Uh, uh, packing up her suitcase, she's she's like, I'm out of here. I'm, she's packing up. In comes John, asking her if she thinks the movie's still gonna be made. Uh, she's like, I don't know. She, and she's like, I'm supposed to dance for this movie, not die for it. And I'm getting out of here. Um, John's like, How do you plan on doing that? Getting off the island, the boat's gone. And it's like, Don's like, I don't know. I don't have a plan. And it's like, John's, says, Hey, you know what? I saw this outboard motor. He makes mention of an outboard and outboard some tool- motor and some tools mm-hmm. and like. So like, and then, then then he also goes on to say like, I don't believe in accidents or something like that. And it's like, it's John's weird. Like, I, he, he goes back and forth about weird things. Um, I didn't get the whole thing, but he's like, I, he's, I think Don said these are act, these accidents or something. Like, yeah, these are all like, accidents. I don't believe in accidents. He he's, he he kind of borrows from Eastern philosophy quite a bit. I believe in reincarnation. The Chinese he does say that. Yeah, this Chinese yeah. philosopher doesn't believe that there's any accidents, and he has some other crap that he mentions here. Yeah, he too. does. Yeah, he does have a lot of that. Uh, Donna kicks him out and she goes to take a shower. Uh, w- now we switch to the killer POV who seems to be- bah, bah, bah. Yeah, the killer is pulling an old Porky's here and he's watching her through the hole in the shower wall. Nice reference. Uh, thank you. Uh, the camera pans over to show this large container, giant fucking container labeled battery acid. And that's why I was like, <laughs> what the 
hell is with the 80s and battery acid? Dude, like, battery acid was like... It, it, or just acid in general. So many horror movies in the 80s have a death by acid. Like, acid. It, that was like the craze of the 80s. It was. Acid death. Acid. Acid. It's like aliens built around acid. Yeah. You know, acid for blood. <laughs> so, yeah, the whole fucking franchise with acid yeah, involved like, in I, it. I don't get it. Like, why is this fucking acid... So anyway, the killer reaches up, turns like a knob or a nozzle or something, which causes the uh, giant container of battery acid to... Why would you have a container of labeled battery battery acid? acid. Like, how would you even get that into that that spot? My my batteries are running low. Need to get more acid in them. (laughs) What the fuck is this? Yeah. It's huge. And like, how do you even get that like up high enough and position that there... And then somehow weld it into like the piping of this the shower. Way too elaborate. It's way too elaborate because she he turns on the nozzle of the battery acid, and then all of a sudden the acid starts flowing into the shower, going out the shower. So that head. means he had to hook up the battery acid to the shower pipes by a second nozzle to keep it. The, so because she's running the shower already, so there's already water running through the pipes. But he turns on now acid takes. Replaces the water or running with the water. If it's, if it's running it with looks, the water, it's good. Would make sense, but when it comes out of the shower, it's like brown and yeah, black. It's so like it's replacing super dark. Yeah, it's replacing the water. Um, so anyway, it's fucking weird. Uh, again, this death scene goes on for a while, and she's and in a shower. A shower. Because the now, only thing that's holding her in is a plastic tarp. Yeah, there's no shower door. There's no ledge to step over. It's one of those like stand walking. She doesn't fall out of the shower. Not once does she just sidestep and get out of the burning acid. She again just stands there she and takes thrashing it. around. Yeah. Ah, just thrashing all over. Exactly. As more of this, you know, Birdman, Birdman or whatever it is is playing. I forget which which lyric uh, it was. That yeah, was going. I, I think it's Melt me. Melt, melt me. me. Yeah. <laughs> and and she ah, just just it goes on for too long. Too long. And you're just like, bitch, just get out of the shower. Yeah. Um now, also, I'm no scientist, but I never knew that being melted by battery, a side effect of acid, was the Michael Jackson syndrome. Because <laughs> vitiligo, vitiligo. Because this acid turns a black girl white, basically. It did. It turns a black girl white. <laughs> uh, so we cut to the rest of the cast, sitting around the living room while Jim plays the funeral march on the electric piano, which was funky. It was funky. I love that vibe. Yeah, it, it was had this like weird organ electric piano yeah, it was like, kind of It wasn't organ, whatever, it had organ sound. Whatever yeah, it whatever effect he's using, that was digging it. Yeah, it was yeah. actually pretty good. I will say that I agree. Uh they also not chatting about the recent events. And now the power goes out. Someone mentions that people are being killed in relationship to the song's lyrics. John yeah. calls that dumb and doesn't say the deaths were accidents, even though he just <laughs> says, like, I don't know. Because <laughs> they're figuring out, it's like, spear, burn, oh, oh, because it's, it's the lyrics. He's like, that's dumb. Yeah. It's like he basically just called this movie dumb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this movie's stupid. This <laughs> is so dumb. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, where was it? Uh, it doesn't really have accents. Uh, even though, like it says, uh, yeah, fuck it, I'm moving on. Uh, Flam accuses Taylor of being the killer because he's the only one that's not in the room with him, which means at this point, no one has gone looking for Taylor at all in like this last day or two. Not once has anybody gone into his room looking for him because like, he's been dead in his bedroom for like a, over a day now. Right. And you would think somebody like, hey, where's well, Taylor? Well, why don't we go look for him in his room? They did say he was missing, so I guess they... 
But if he's missing, that means you would imply that they were looking for him in the first place. Yeah. Like, not, if you're looking for him, the first place you would probably check would be his bedroom. <laughs> not one fucking what once does Amy go to his bedroom. Body. I don't know. I didn't care. I didn't mind that. But uh, anyway, so I don't know. I, I find it hard to believe that nobody would go out and check his bedroom. Anyway, uh, this leads to everyone starting to point fingers at each other, accusing each other of being the killer. Flam tells everyone not to worry that the crew will be here in the morning and that everyone should just go lock themselves into the rooms for the night. Uh, and so that's basically what everybody does. That's what happens. Mm-hmm. Except for Jim, who wants to go to the school to look for a weapon. Rick's suspicious of him. He follows Jim out. So now Rick is running around chasing Jim, trying to stop Jim from getting his hands and on a weapon. so dark. It, this is where it gets, yeah, from here on out, the movie is super dark. It's like this weird bluish kind of light that's coming through the windows. Of, like It's like basically moonlit. Yeah. This basically the next rest of the movie essentially is moonlit. Yeah, it's and really it's bad. really difficult. And it, it, which, again, might not be that bad if it was outside, but it's not. We're, in, we're indoors in like crowded, dirty yeah. old classrooms. It, it's, it's really, really hard to see. Yeah, and there's this whole cat and mouse kind of yeah. scene here going on. And it goes on for a long time. It does. Uh, at one point, Jim hides and leaps out and hits, hit, hits Rick with a broom or something. I can't tell what it was. And he runs off again. Yeah, like, I got gotcha. you. I run away. I got gotcha. you. I run away. catch up Jim. But Jim now stands up holding a knife. So Rick just says, hey, you are crazy. And he turns and runs off. And then Jim goes after him now. Uh, so now Rick's hiding from Jim. He's looking for his own weapon. Rick gets his hands on a nail gun. And then, this, is, this was weird. Jim and Rick end up having like a face-to-face standoff. But then for some reason, they, they just turn and run from each other. Yes! It's like they stand there looking at each other, and but you can see, it's like it's, it's like almost they, like counting three, like one, two, three, and then they turn and they're run. They're doing this whole cat and mouse thing, like back and forth, back and forth, and now they confront each other and then gone. Yeah. Done. They're like, oh. Cut, cut to the next scene. Yeah, they, turn, they turn and run. They don't, like, there's no confrontation. They turn and run from so each other. It's so anticlimactic. Yeah, it's like, what the. So instead of saying cat and mouse, it's more like mouse and mouse now. <laughs> it's like, what is happening? Right. It's, it's so dumb. Um, so. Back at the house, John's wandering around by candlelight while Flem is in BJ's room talking to her while she puts on some, like, sleeky, silky sleepwear. Um, to help calm their nerves, they decide to, quote-unquote, rehearse the beach love scene. Uh, so the best part of the scene that made me laugh out loud is when BJ says, I'm too scared, so let's forget the acting. And... But then she tries to blow out her candle seductively. Oh, yeah! But yes! she fucking fails! <laughs> she fails! She can't blow out her candle! It doesn't go out! So she has to try a second time to blow out her candle, which oh. it does a second time. But it's so awkward and so funny looking because you can see, like, they. Did, I don't know why the, act, the director just say, cut, let's do this again. Yeah, yeah. Because the look on her face was like, oh, shit. Uh-oh. Didn't go out. Uh, keep going. <laughs> and blow it out again. I forgot. That's so funny. It's so fucking she's hilarious. Like, she's, let's just forget the acting part. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't go out. Uh, and she's like, like looks around a little. She look. Blow it out again. <laughs> it's it's fucking hilarious. That it's, was it's, funny. It's so goddamn. That was funny. Oh wow. I like. I wish wish. I would love to think like the director. Like intentionally, like, I'm gonna give her one of those trick cans that doesn't blow out. Just, just fuck with her. Back up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but Jesus, it's so the fact that they kept that in the movie blows my mind. Right? Because how are we be say cut? All right, let's All do right, this game. Back it up. B- yeah. Blow out the candle with one. But they kept it in the movie. So, um, so John's still wandering around. He starts hearing Flam sex noises. Uh, and now we get the horrible sex scene between F- BJ and Flam. Flam is an older gentleman. He's, we, I mean, he's we at least. Like, 
mid forties, late forties, early fifties. Yeah, I'd definitely say more fifties. And everybody yeah. else is like in their twenties, early thirties. Yeah. yeah, and his sex sounds are awful. It, oh God. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh. <laughs> what's going That's on? That's like right that is really close to what it was. Oh, oh, oh. like like stuff that hurts a little bit but kind of feels good. Like like peeling off a sunburn, you know, you're like, oh <laughs> like, Also, I, both of them are completely dressed, yes, by the way. Yes. Both of them. Like, I'm fine Flem is, but the everybody's completely dressed in a sex scene. It's the most unsexy sex scene yes. I've ever filmed. It really is. And this man moaning Between like, them being fully clothed and his weird ass moaning. And they show his face. He's got his eyes closed and he's turning his head away going, <laughs> What is happening? So we cut to the shot of the tape player hanging from a tree outside their bedroom playing stab me, stab me, face to face, stab me, blah, blah, blah. Right, we go right back to Flem and BJ, and she, it's meaning that she's on top of him. Uh, he's still making his horrible sex sound. I do like, before he dies, he asks her, why do you have that blouse on? Yeah, like, why are you keeping that clothes on? Why are you on? keeping that, that, that like, dress on or whatever? What is it? Like it a is, gown, gown. It was like, a, why? she's wearing like a, like a, a silk nightgown. It's a long, fucking like, nightgown. Ankle-length yeah. nightgown and a, like, satin or silky robe yeah. on top of it. It's like, why you have that gown on? She's like, it's cold. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the most unsexy stuff. I know! It's like, <laughs> it's it's like I, come on, man. It's freaking cold. That's <laughs> his last words. <laughs> why you gotta keep that gown on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because, yeah, all of a sudden, a large knife or some kind of blade punctures up from underneath the bed, punctures through Flem's stomach, and he and he's screaming, she's screaming. Uh, he's dragging. Stab me! Stab me! His face to face! Stab me! Screaming! Stab me! Yeah. So she, BJ screams. She scrambles off Flem as he dies. She runs out of the room screaming as we hear the music still playing. Lynn and John enter to see what the commotion's all about. Lynn orders John to go find the music and shut it off while she tries to comfort Turn BJ. this fucking music off. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so John finds a tape player as Rick walks up. Rick turns it off. Tell John tells Rick to hey, stay away or I'm gonna burn you with my candle. With a candle. candle. A, um, a small a dinky little candle candlestick candle. Um yeah, which it's which nice. goes out, by the way. It like it blows out. Uh so, <laughs> my little daughter has entered the studio once again, uh giving me a big old hug. That's always nice. Hi, honey. You wanna say hi? You wanna say hi? Say hi. Hi. There you go. There's Olivia, everybody. Yeah. All right, we'll be right back. <laughs> All right, so we're back. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. Um, anyway, uh, so yeah, we were we left off with uh, John threatening to burn Rick with his dinky with little his, candle, wicks and sticks candle, which goes out immediately as soon as he says that threat. The candle goes out, and so John runs away. Rick heads inside to meet up with the girls. Rick tells Lynn to take BJ to the classroom while he goes to get Donna, and that'll be safer if they all stick together. Makes sense. Lynn <laughs> they says, "Should have done the fucking first place." Yeah, but Lynn says no. I'll go get Donna. You take BJ to the classroom. So Rick agrees to this stupid idea and, and gives Lynn the nail gun as, and says, 
what might be the single most obvious line in all of cinema history. He says, Tayer, take this. It fires nails like a gun. Hence, a nail, nail gun. gun? Like, what? You really, does that, I don't think that needs to be said. Right. Like, like, what the fuck? It's, Jesus Christ. I, I, I don't know when nail guns were around or when they came out. I mean, this is 81, 80, yeah, 81 82. 82. So, and it did have a giant, like, Fucking C2, it had C2 cancer on it. Yeah. And so the, the tube doesn't, yeah. But still, I was like, that line and almost the way delivered, it sounded like it, that should have been in like the very first Resident Evil game. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, here, you, the master of unlocking, <laughs> take this lockpick. Like, it, it's not. You, the master of carpentry, <laughs> yeah, take this, this nail this, gun. This nail gun. It shoots <laughs> nails like a, a gun. gun. <laughs> That's exactly what it should be from, man. It's, it's, it's so. I <laughs> have this. <laughs> but it's just like the way he's it's like, it shoots nails. Like, I'm like, what kind of witchcraft is this? <laughs> whoa! What? what is this? The future. <laughs> the future's the whoa. So, so have, you, have you played any of that new Resident Evil? Not Resident in the, num- no, not the remake of number two. No, I, I haven't been able. I haven't had a chance to get it yet. But Ooh, it's like, baby. I have a list of ones I want to get, and that's number one on my list. So the, I'm not a video game guy. I'm not a big video not game anymore. Guy. Yeah, but man, I've been playing this one. Yeah, it's fucking scary. Yeah, I can't wait. I, I really can't wait for that. It's good. Um, anyway, this makes zero sense to me because why would you give the girl on crutches a giant heavy nail gun to try to haul around with you as well? <laughs> that's a good point. Like what? <laughs> like just. No, and so anyway, so Rick leads BJ off while Lynn goes upstairs. Keep that up the stairs on crutches, trying to carry a giant nail gun. This nail gun's got to weigh at least but, at least twenty pounds. But the thing is, it's like as soon as she goes upstairs, it's like she doesn't need those crutches because she goes right up those stairs like easily. She's like, bloop, 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 bloop. Uh, someone's using crutches for attention. Yeah. Um, Actually, I'm, I was gonna get. To, I actually started thinking that like, I was trying. You know, I was like you start thinking, oh, who are the killers? Like I really at one point, this was where I started thinking, like, oh, the crush, a red herring, was a like red a, herring. Like, like that a, was her, I was like, the so version. Yeah, like yeah. no one's gonna expect me. But then Ooh. she. That's. I really started thinking. Okay, she's probably gonna be the killer, and the crutches were just an act. But I didn't kid. Good, good thinking. That's not the case. I was wrong. <laughs> but I, that's when I started. This I started kind of thinking that. Um. So uh, anyway, so Rick leads BJ off. Lynn goes upstairs. Uh, next, we get several f- really fast shots of all the remaining people wandering around in the dark. Uh, Lynn enters Donna's rooms, goes to the bathroom door. She opens it and sees Donna dead in the shower. Uh, tape player falls down from the ceiling, swinging from a cord. As it falls into view, it also somehow manages to turn itself on and plays Burn Me, Burn Me again. Which, again, makes zero sense. Like, How would this thing just magically turn itself on? Um, it, it blows ah. my mind. It's 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 not. I mean, in the eighties, they did have certain tapes that could like automatically start recording on a time. So it just also could probably set a timer for it to automatically play. Now, now I see. I do not think it was in this time. That's time I, period. I would say yes if they had it. I would say yes, but I would imagine that kind not of that time, function was probably yeah. also only on like your big like home entertainment centers, like the big ones. Not like a little portable, basically Walkman, which was which was basically play stop. Fast forward. The only rewind. reason I mention that is because um, Twin Peaks, uh, the character Cooper carries around a like hand recorder, and that was eighty nine and ninety two or ninety one. But again, but again, about a decade after. Yeah, this. but a decade <laughs> later. Yeah. Um. So, Lenny closes the door, drops the nail gun for some unknown fucking retarded reason. Oh, yeah, yeah. She, she sees, she sees Donna. She freaks out, and then she just goes, "Ugh, plunk." plunk. Just, like, what the? F- I think. If 
anything to set up another dip, I would make me want to keep the weapon even I would clutch more. Clutch that fucking clutch thing. Clutch that fucking thing. Yeah, not drop it. And so, anyway, she just calmly, um, she leaves the room and immediately bumps to the gym. Like, and who calmly just says to her, "They got her too, huh?" And but they're not. And they're like, but they're not going to get me. And Lynn's like, "Who do you mean?" And uh, he says, "Like Rick and BJ. They're not getting me." They're, he, so Jim's thinking they're the killers. Jim asks her where they are. Lynn plays dumb, which I don't quite understand because she has no allegiance to Well, he's Rick. being a fucking creeper. But and still, it's, a, uh, it's good for her to at least be like, well, I'm going to protect him. You know, I mean, she's got chops. But uh, I, Some people have honor, Marshall, unlike I, us. Okay? Because <laughs> I'd be like, them bitches in the classroom. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like, but the whole movie, she's been portrayed as like, kind of nothing like a bitch. She's bitching out everybody. She but it's like she... And she to this point, she doesn't really know that they're not the killers. Either. Like, she sure, really but he knows. is. But he is being a creeper, right? I'll give you that. He is being a creeper because um, he holds. He's then he like holds the knife up he, to well, her. Well, he does that now. Yeah. He's like, tell, like, I think you're lying to me. Tell me no, I will kill you or something like that. Yeah. Now yeah, that's what he says. Well, yeah, that's exactly what he says. And I, which and now I'm like, okay. And she still was like, I don't know. I don't like. Mm-hmm. I at that point, if I was her, like, I'm not risking him kill me over this. I, I even if you don't sell them out, say they're in the classroom. Make say, hey, they're down on the beach. They're trying to flag, you know, like a signal flyer, or they're doing something on the beach. Tell him anything, and then just go and hide or something. But don't, hope he doesn't kill you again. Anyway, yeah, but yeah. I mean, don't say, just continue to play. Press your luck with the crazy guy trying to protect people. You, you don't. No whammies, no whammies. Yeah, Stop. you're trying. You're again trying to protect people who really you have no allegiance to, and you haven't known more than twenty four hours. Like none of these people came into this island. As friends, they're right. all strangers to each other. So she doesn't owe anybody anything. Uh, so, so eventually, Jim's like, she she still was like, fine, you know, go ahead, kill me if you're going to. At that, Jim's just kind of stares at her and then backs away, walks away, and leaves her alone. And he leaves. Uh, Lynn takes a deep breath in. She leaves as well. <sighs> in the classroom, Rick tries to lock them up, barricade the door. Lynn shows up. They let her in. She asks where John is. Rick says, forget John. Where's the nail gun? Yeah. Uh, she tells him she dropped it in Don's room and that Don's dead. So Lynn also tells Rick that Jim accused him of being the killer. Uh, Rick then says, like, you know what, girls, you stay here. I'm going after the nail gun. Lynn doesn't want to be left alone with Don and tells Rick to take her with him. <laughs> so he does, which is, again, why everyone would you just, do this? I just keeps splitting up. Yeah, they, I yeah. don't get this at all. It, it kind of reminds me almost of uh, Red Christmas when they're like, okay, we're all going to stay in this room. We're all going to be together. Nope. No. Boom, boom, boom. Everyone just keeps running off and running in different directions. Yes, leaving here. Okay, we're going to stay in this room. Nope. nope. Boom, boom, boom. Everyone just runs off in different directions again. Oh, that's a I'm great callback. Like, Jesus yeah. Christ. That fucking movie. Oh, uh, yeah. So, but I find Frank is, Lynn says, I don't want to be left alone with Donna. But then as soon as, Rick takes down with him. Lynn says, oh, sure. I love being left alone in a big, dark room by myself. I'm like, it was your idea, bitch. Why are you being sarcastic and dumb about this now? Or go with them. Yes. Like, what? I don't get any of this at all. So, and I don't understand her character either. I, I really don't. I don't know if There's, she's bitchy. Is she supposed to be? I don't understand Lynn's character at all. I just don't get her. I don't understand her. Uh, the two of them leave. Lynn locks the door behind him. Outside, BJ gets scared by a newspaper blowing around. So Rick basically tells her to get her shit together, <laughs> that they have two psychos running around in Jim and Taylor. 
So now they think Jim and Taylor are both killers. Still, at this point, no one has found Taylor's body or like even looked from this entire time. There's, now they're assuming he's the killer with Jim. Um, um, so again, I just gotta say, like with everything that's happened, not once did they stop to think about checking his room. Not once. There's all these murders. Like now, they're like, hey, maybe we should even if he's not the killer, like maybe we should find him and see if he's dead or not. But nope, they don't Doesn't even try matter. to look for him. Uh, so basically, having enough of BJ's bullshit, Rick sends her back to the classroom on her own. Says, "Get out of here! You're just..." <laughs> Fuck you, get out of here. Uh, we cut to John still pretty much walking in circles inside the house. Yeah, but he's looking crazy. You know, he's like walking around crazy looking crazy. No, no, I'm sorry. I keep thinking this of... This John. keep thinking of... Jim. Jim. Yeah. Great variation in exactly. names yeah. there. <laughs> uh, he, E2 finds Don's dead body. He runs out of the bathroom. Lynn starts hearing noises in the dark. John ends up in the basement now somehow where he finds Taylor's dead body. So now we find Taylor. They finally Fine, found Taylor dead. So they moved his body into the basement. Uh, outside, Rick has decided to set up a ladder so he can climb up through the window of Donna's bedroom to get the nail gun. So when he gets to the top of the ladder, he grabs onto the windowsill. That's when Jim steps on Rick's wrist and stabs Rick in the hand repeatedly. Start, like stabbing him in the hand and arm. With just... a switchblade type knife. Yeah. Until Rick falls off the ladder. Jim runs downstairs and outside to look for Rick, who gets up and hide in the bushes. And now, for some reason, we get lots of shots of flowers. So if you like flowers. showers, this you're gonna love this scene because flowers, it's like ninety yes. percent flowers. He's standing there and he's like, oh, he's like, he's somehow out of nowhere he gets a bandage. He gets like a cloth yeah, bandage, a bandage or like a plastic bag. I don't know what it was, but he just pulled something out of his ass. I have no idea where it comes from. But he's wrap, he's wrap, as he's wrapping his hand up. Flower, 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 flower. <laughs> wrapping an injured hand, flower, flower, bleeding hand, flower, flower, and then flower. from out of the blue, the tape player kicks on, blurring out, saw me, saw me, saw me, face to face, flower, flower, saw me, saw me, flower, flower. Now we have a chainsaw. And now the chainsaw <laughs> comes roaring to life. Rick falls over. He just, ah, he just falls over. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't get run away. He just... Like loses, ah! Ah, falls over onto his back. Uh, the chainsaw then we see it cuts and it cuts off Rick's right arm, his injured hand, his injured hand, and then his left arm. And but that's not enough because nope, the killer goes for a real fuck you and drives the chainsaw into his, Rick's crotch, Jesus. killing him. Accompanied by more shots of flowers and the shitty music, still saying "saw me, saw me, me. face <laughs> to face." So poppy, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, there goes Rick. Uh, and uh, were they trying to splatter blood on the flowers? Maybe I don't know. Is that what know. they were trying to do? Because they kept they kept again. They kept he's getting the cut. Flowers. Oh, he's getting chopped to pieces. There'd be blood flying everywhere. And they keep cutting these flowers. And I'm expecting to see blood, like, big blood, because there a lot, a lot of them are white flowers. White, showing. pinks, right? Right, yeah. very, very light colors. Light colors. And I'm expecting to see blood just splattering all over them. And that didn't it happen. Got, yeah, you're right. It didn't. That you would think. I thought. Okay. I'm like, okay. Well, here, here it comes. Yeah. I, now I now I get why they kept showing the flowers for this cool flower blood effect. Yep. Didn't happen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh god, what's the name of that out that band that has like blood on a white rose? Uh, I think it's uh, I don't Concrete Blonde. Yeah. I don't know. Don't know. Concrete Blonde. Okay. All right, anyway. Uh, so we now down on the beach. We go to the beach. Jim has gathered a pile of wood and he's dragging the outboard motor behind him. And he starts to try to assemble a makeshift raft. Uh, and what happens coming up kind of pisses me off too here. Because out of nowhere, he hears that fucking song singing. This time saying, chop me, chop me, chop me. face to face. So guess what's going to fucking happen? Yeah, chop me, chop me. Uh, John, like I said, 
who he now has the nail gun. Mm-hmm. So apparently he had at least enough whereabouts to grab it out of Don's room before he ran off. He goes off to track down the music. And I'm like, what the shit, I know. Man? Like, that would be like. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, <laughs> this is like they've been the omen of death this right. entire time. Yeah. Don't go looking for it. First of all, like, why in the world would you. What is this, a siren song? Yeah. Are you being like, drawn to oh, this shitty pop punk? I, I can't <laughs> resist it. I don't have beeswax to shove in my ears. <laughs> uh, so, but, like, he's actually, but he, if you think he's actually safer staying put on the beach where he has, like, wide open line of sights, 360 degrees around. The ocean's around. at your back. All you need to see is 180 yeah, degrees. Yeah, and, and there's nothing in their way. Nobody can sneak yeah. up on here because it's this open sand and beach. No, nowhere place to hide. And no one's going to be, like, running yeah. up on you in sand. because No one's going to have to swim all the way around yeah, you. Yeah, but this fucker leaves the safety of where he's at. Goes go back track. into, the like, the, the, the bushes. bushes. And the, like, yeah. in the forested area. Yeah. Um, it's Jesus, fucking moron. So, anyway, John finds a tape player hanging from a branch in a bush. He knocks it down with a nail gun, but not by shooting it, which would be cool. No, he <laughs> takes this wimpy-looking half-swing, and he's like, eh, and hits the tape player with a gun. As soon as he turns around, he gets an axe in the face. At least I think it's an axe because it's so goddamn dark, I can't tell Again, what it is. it's so is. dark and quick. But I'm assuming, by the, just based on the lyrics, shot me that it was an axe. Exactly. That's all I can yeah. know. That's all I know. Maybe a machete. Maybe, but I, yeah. I, I don't know. Back to Lynn in the classroom. She's still hearing noises. The door to the outside suddenly swings open and bashes around as a, in the strong winds. Because now apparently there's a big nautical storm coming in. Dude, all throughout this movie, anytime there's like there sounds like there's a storm going on, but it's like really because this is the first time I ever heard anything. It's just the shitty sound. I think it's like maybe like it, like we just saw John on the beach, calm and peaceful as can be. Yeah. No winds. Nothing, but now all of a sudden there's like a fucking tornado coming because the doors are <laughs> boom flying off the hinges, <laughs> flapping around the wind. It's 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 it doesn't make any sense. So, uh, where was I? Uh, she closes the door, and while she when she closes the door, we hear the song again. This time singing "Nail Me, Nail Me, Nail Me, Nail Me." Now that could mean two different things. Face yeah, to face. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Double entendre. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Lynn turns around, screams, and we cut away but to a shot of the window. And you hear of her screaming as the yeah. You hear the nail gun firing nails into her. It's just kind of shitty. Sound. I'm like, that's 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 your nail gun. Uh, we cut to Jim. It sounds like a nerd. Like remember those guns you used to get with like the fo- like with the rubber darts in them. Yeah. Yeah. It was almost like that. It kind of, yeah, yeah. it kind of was. And I, ex- uh, I expect to hear a smack of it sticking to like a, <laughs> to a window. Because you're a kid, you just lick it and go, pew, <laughs> and you go, pow, and make that smack sound against yeah, the window. Yeah, right. Those yeah. are cool. I remember those. I love those things. I remember, I was thinking the other day, I was thinking about, there were these guns, I forget what they were called, but uh, there's a little plastic gun. And they didn't fire, like, Nerf darts, but they fired these little discs. round discs. The discs. Yeah. Those were the shit. Those were the shit. I those were those. awesome. You lose those in a minute, though. Yeah. Those things <laughs> just disappeared. One shot, you were gone, but yeah. you, you, just kept, you just buy a shit ton of them. You get, like, a hundred of them, and okay, I'm going to go pick them up. I got five now. Yeah. Out of a hundred, they're just gone. I tried aim, they just go, they just fly everywhere. There's no aiming, but those were the shit, man. That was so much fun. Uh, so anyway, we cut to Jim standing over Rick's mutilated body. Uh, BJ exits the building. We cut to her exiting the building. She sees him holding the tape player. This causes her to turn around and run. Jim gives chase after BJ. More cat and mouse. Yeah, BJ runs 
back into the school. Rick starts locking and barricading the exit doors. Again, it's so dark. Did I say Rick? I'm sorry, Jim. It's so dark and hard to see. I couldn't quite tell exactly what he was doing. I yeah. mean, I, I figured it's he's, yeah, he's Jim, trying I'm to. Sorry, it's Jim, not Rick. Jim starts barricading and locking the doors. He's trying to isolate her, yes. I'm guessing. But it's again, it's it's poorly done, dark. And I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? So it's just more cat and mouse shit. Uh, moments later, BJ is resting up against a door that's right next to a window. And so, no surprise, Jim punches through the window holding the knife. BJ runs away. When we see Jim enter the room carrying a large white sack over his shoulder now, like, where'd that come from? That's a little weird. But he's doing his laundry. Like, like fucking Santa Claus or something, yeah. <laughs> uh, he goes about blocking more doors as BJ hides, more cat and mouse scenes. Uh, BJ runs into John's head on a pike, uh, which, yeah. which, like, what? Where'd that come from? But fucking Ned Stark. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, great <laughs> reference. Can't wait till April. Yeah, six more weeks. Uh, so she screams. This gives away her position. Jim pops up. She runs away again. Uh, you can see where this is going. Uh, then BJ decides to lay down on the floor and take a nap all of a sudden because that's what it looks she's, like she does at first. She's basically feeling, I'm finished. I'm yeah, done. she's like, I'm just going to lay down and go to sleep. Uh, but then we see her crawling around. But she gets she gets her to make a run for it but gets cut off by Jim. Jim accuses her of being of killing everyone for the insurance money, which makes what? Like, and BJ says, "If you want, it's money. If you want money, I can give it to you. And, you know, if that's all you want, I'll give you the money." But it's like, uh-huh? this, this doesn't make sense. Like, what insurance yeah. money? Like, it's, she's not the one putting up the money. She's not the producer. No, of this film. like, no. I don't understand that. I don't get it either. Like, there's one line at the very beginning of the movie between Jim and Phil. They're talking about oh, like rumors, like. Oh, she married some rich millionaire who, who died. died and she so got the money. She's, got to, she's, a, but, she's a millionaire. But but that insurance has nothing to do with the movie. Like, I don't right. get it. Like, I don't understand Maybe it. Maybe Jim's just a dumbass. Yeah, I guess. Uh, so she runs away again, and this time falls. And she goes, oh, my ankle. <laughs> she, literally, yeah. she literally says, my ankle. <laughs> I know, but it's like, and it's so like. <laughs> like, did the actress actually hurt her ankle? Because it's very whiny and weird. Yeah. It's not like, oh, oh, and you see her limping or anything. She goes, ow, 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 my ankle. Yeah. And, then, and then she gets up and runs away. <laughs> she just gets up and runs. Like, exactly. Like, like okay, I guess we're going to go spot now. Yeah. Like, uh, no, no, don't worry. It's okay, guys. I'm good. I'm all right. Uh, yeah, False no, alarm, sorry. No limping, nothing. Just gets up hauls ass. Uh, she runs out of the door. Jim fouls her out. And the camera pans over to show us Lynn... Lynn's dead body tied up to a wall with 16 nails in her forehead. Did you fucking count those nails? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> what? Did you even, why did you count the nails? I don't know. I'm curious. <laughs> I counted the nails. There's a lot of them. I was like, I, was, I saw her face. I was like, that's a lot of fucking nails. I thought you I'd go back what? and I wanted, I'd go back and, okay, we have 16 nails. How many times is the nail going to get shot? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but yes, I counted the nails. Leave me alone. <laughs> okay. Um, it's like this weird OCD thing you have. But what I found really weird... Oh, do tell. Is that her, she's gagged. Like, she's already dead. Like, why would you gag a dead body? You're right. That's the weirdest thing about this. She's strapped to the door or wall or something, and she's gagged. She wasn't gagged before she was killed. 
And you do hear a brief scream, and then you hear more of the patunk, 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 and it's not like he she kept scre- she screamed briefly. She's, yeah, she's yeah, dead. I just assumed she's she completely fucking died. dead. Yeah. yeah. So like you learn that means he actually had to give thought and gagged a dead body while strapping her to a wall. Yeah, like, it's, it's really strange. weird. Uh, so more Jim stalking BJ around the school. At this point, it's getting really fucking tedious and, and boring. Like yeah. it's it's just dragging on. Uh, BJ's hiding in the bathroom. Jim hears her using the sink. She turns like, if you're hiding, like, oh, let me turn the sink on real quick. Let me wash my hands. He goes in after her. She's hiding in the stall. Jim calls out for her. And then BJ pops up like, over the stall door and dumps a small bucket of water over his head and runs away. Yeah, she like, goes, what? Jim! And he turns around. Huh? Like, yeah! That's gotcha. I thought it'd be like a cleaner. She's trying to throw in his eyes. Battery acid! Yeah! <laughs> Something, but it's like it's it, just fucking water. No effect. It's like I'm just. It's like what weird high school ass bullshit prank is that? Like ah, I got you with water. Like eh. And she and then she just runs out of the bathroom. Like I what? I like what? Like I don't get what that was about at all. Hmm. At all. Uh, so she trips and falls again. Jim mounts her. He holds a knife to her neck. He's about to kill her when we hear the puffing. Pneumatic sounds of the nail gun firing from off screen. Several nails shoot into Jim's back. He gets up, turns around, and we see a mystery man standing in the shadows with the nail gun. The mystery man fires off several more nails, all hitting Jim. In a desperate last-ditch dying effort, Jim throws his knife at the mystery man. Uh, it, it first, it's so dark, I can't even tell what happened, but he does end up hitting him like, in like the, in the chest. stomach or chest. It's or, the chest, like yeah. left, pic, left pictorial or something like that. Jim falls to the floor dead. So... Um, the mystery man, then he too falls to the floor. So that's when I'm like, oh, I guess he did hit him with a knife because he falls over to the floor. BJ crawls over to the mystery man, who we now see is Steve, the producer. The producer. He, we see, he takes a few more breaths, and then he too seems to die. We cut to the next day, the next morning, whatever. We see a cop holding one of the tape players and a bag of trash for some reason. Leave the house. It's like he's cleaning up too, I suppose. Tidy. Gotta uh, keep it tidy. Now, the mayor of the town is also here for some reason, who... Also, is the real the estate real guy. <laughs> now, like, Bert, what? <laughs> Bert did say, he did say, are you here as the mayor? You know, when, when, he, when we first see the realtor. Did he, he say did that? He did mention that. I, totally I thought, and for some reason I thought, did I mishear him say mayor? But then when they called him, nope, here's the mayor. I'm like, nope, the mayor is also a realtor. That guy just loves working. I, I, I missed <laughs> that with Bert. I was like, what? I was like, the mayor's also the real estate dude? Like, yeah. what? Apparently. <laughs> Man of many hats, apparently. So, the cop uh, cop tells him that this is he's seen bad, but this is the worst he's ever seen. Uh, the cop plays a tape he found in one of the rooms for the mayor. I know he they they have another one of these fucking tape players. Yeah, and like how many of these fucking tape players did they? I was gonna use? bring that up when we, at the end of the show, but yeah, but there's they, so he, many of them. He pops it down and he's gonna hit play, and I'm like, no, <laughs> no. <Bad> no! <laughs> But it's but it's it's that, still the lyrics though. It is. It is. <laughs> but it's it's no it's, music. Uh, BJ also has now changed clothes and is still hanging around the house too for some reason. She, she looks dynamite. She's got full makeup on. Yeah, and like, everything. she looks like she is she looks, on a, going out on a date. Like she looks great. Like first of all, like why is she still in this house? She would probably have been escorted out and like wrapped in a blanket like a long time ago. Oh, here come the cops. Oh, gotta put looking for a hot meal. Gotta put on some makeup. <laughs> Cat sound. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I don't know why she's still there. But on the tape, we hear Jim saying this. I quoted this. I wrote this down. Testing, testing. 
I boiled them, I burned them, I chopped them in two. I nailed them, I speared them, I stabbed them in two. Nobody knows, no one will care, because when I'm done, nobody there. And then Jim starts laughing as and says, that's it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so they turn off the tape player. The mayor asked BG if she knew, that, you know, is that Jim? Is that his voice? Or is that if that Jim guy, was he always a psycho? And then she tells him she knew Jim had a nervous breakdown and that he worked for her. Like, what? Now, again, they mentioned, it, they mentioned it in the beginning. When? How? How is he working for her? Because when she hired, she basically had those two guys, the Jim and the guy who got boiled, whatever his Phil. fucking name was. They were carrying all our stuff. And yeah, she, yeah. They were. They were like, oh yeah, we gotta, you know, this. They were. They were like working for now, not like they're employees, but like, hey, we're gonna hire you guys to be our hand for the day, or like. No, they, but then they then they implied that they're in the movie. They were it there was, to be musicians in the movie. Here's what I got from it. They were yes on the beach scene. They're carrying her luggage, but I got it as they were just being. She was being. Like a prima donna and saying, "Carry my luggage, boys." I thought they were being paid. And they were, they were I, there. That's, that's the impression I got. I got. They were there because they all got scripts. Like they were there to be musicians in the movie. She and even if, so, she would be paying them to like what? Like I to be bellhops? Like it, this is nothing makes sense. Like I don't get this at here's, all. Here's twenty bucks. Carry my bags. And now so, you work for me. But, but that's like that's not yeah. working for you. That's like you tipped in the carry your luggage. Yeah. That's not that's not in, under your employment. That's like I don't get why she says they worked for me. All right, before you get this twenty dollars, you need to fill out your W fours. Yeah. Okay, like, we're gonna it, talk about insurance. <laughs> there is none. Uh, like, welcome to. I, I, it's such a weird. Like why would like I don't know like how they worked for her. I, yeah, I don't it's get just that. Kind of strange. Um, so we also learned that Steve, the producer, is still alive, and he was choppered off the island. He almost bled out. Yeah, he almost bled out. He was choppered off. So the cop takes BJ in the bag of trash and, and leaves the house. <clears throat> he cut to Steve in his mansion. He goes for a swim in his pool. He hops out and sits next to BJ, who's sitting poolside, feet in the water. And, oh, by the way, there's zero scar, wound, yeah, or anything on Steve from his near-death experience. Dabbing experience and being blown up by a boat. Yeah, that too. <laughs> blown up by a boat. Blown up is um. Anyway, he kisses BJ on the shoulder and thanks her for being here with him. She says, "I'm sorry about your movie," and then he's like, "Hey, I'll go get us some coffee." Phone rings. Steve gets up. He goes. He answers. It, goes inside his office to answer it. Uh, BJ finds one of the tape players uh, in the pool at the poolside bar while she's making coffee. Same tape player that we saw all throughout the movie. The, the numerous little, tape players. Little gray yeah. Walkman looking thing. Cut to Steve in his office on the phone. And he says something like, listen, I told you I would get a hold of you when I felt the time was right. Of course I've got it. With that, he flips on a movie projector in his, in his office. And again, goes on to say, it's right here, Arnie. These are the best death films you've ever seen. There's nothing like this on the market. And that's when BJ enters behind him. She sees the film footage of the murders on the island being played on his. In the, and it's all the murders that we that we saw before. The same yeah. shot. So the same shot. Yeah. Flem getting killed. Well, and, I think predominantly you see uh, is uh, Phil in the yeah. pool. Is the, but yeah, they show Phil. They show Flem. They show a couple others. And it's the same exact shot. Which makes no sense because how would you get that? Yeah, like, if you're filming that, like. How, especially the one of Phil. Like, I get Phil, I get because you could stand there while he's flying around a pool. Yeah, but but Flem, that's a little interesting. You that means set up a camera. You, you you stand from underneath the bed. That means the camera had to been like like how did they not see the camera? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> you can't 
can't see what Aaron's doing, but yeah, it's like, how would you, how would they not see the camera then there? Is there fucking like, it, yeah, it doesn't it's, make it's, any it's sense. It's pretty, it's pretty cheap. Yeah, it's, it's cheap. And, it's, it's so fucking elaborate. Yeah. You know, if you're one person doing this. I, many... I was going to comment on that. At the, yeah, the elaborateness of all this. Uh, so anyway. Uh, but he, he's making snuff films uh, for the he, underground market. Yes. Uh, still, Steve is still talking, saying that if the client wants it on an exclusive basis, then they have to double the pay. A million and a half, and then he hangs up the phone. And then he turns around and sees BJ standing there. He snaps at her saying, I thought I told you never to come down here. Steve, he goes over, locks the door to his office. BJ wants to know how he got Jim to confess. Steve says, oh, that was no confession. I just wrote him an audition scene. Uh, And then BJ's like, well, why didn't you kill me? To which Steve says, well, I guess it doesn't matter now because I have to kill you. Steve turns off the projector, sending the room into darkness. BJ grabs a shotgun off the wall, orders him not to move. Steve, he's com- like, <laughs> yeah, he, he's really calm and cocky here. He's like, you think I keep a loaded gun around here? He takes a step towards her. He, uh, we hear the sound of a gun cocking, which is a little weird because I don't think a shotgun would cock like that. But uh, BJ tells him, stay where you are. He keeps approaching her, saying the gun's not loaded. Go, Go ahead, ahead. Go try ahead, it. Shoot it. Go ahead, pull the trigger. He then, Shoot he gets, it! Yeah, he gets closer <laughs> and he just screams, pull it! And... BJ pulls the trigger and bang freeze frame on BJ's face. Looking shocked. Uh, we fade to black. We roll the credits. That's Island of blood. Um, before we move on to favorite killing and stuff, I, I we just have to, you kind of elaborate like how elaborate yes. and crazy this setup would have had to have been to pull this shit off. So your killer is a producer who set up all these people to be on an island. I guess these are all nobody, no talent yeah. kind of actors, actresses looking for their first break. They all comment about how this is their first movie. And but you have to set up all these shots. Yeah. With 1981 equipment. Do you think he you think he was like storyboarding the shit out like in his <laughs> office? <laughs> like a pencil drawing, storyboard. And then to use the fucking But the song. Yes. To set it up to match every cue up to this fucking ridiculous song. That, and it, the, then somehow hope that each person somehow manages to wind up in the exact spot. That would allow you to kill them in with, such a man. With said weapon. With said weapon. Yes. Is the, is the chance of this are insanely low. Like, it would be like a trillion to one odds that you would be able to pull this off. It's like I have better odds opening up my dryer and all my clothes are folded. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous, really. Yeah, it's, like, it's come so, on. Like, maybe if you had, a, like, multiple people but right 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 but for one, one person, man one man to do this and to capture it all on film and on to film. have these kills and to, uh, uh, keep in mind how many fucking tape players is he hauling around with him like there's like <laughs> eight <laughs> tape eight, eight there's like at least eight to ten tape players this guy's hauling around with him the entire time <laughs> on this island how many of these fucking tapes and each <laughs> tape has different like loops of the kill and then, like, yeah and then you had to go and re-record the song with each <laughs> lyric like, how do you... What band is singing this song? And he's like, no, okay, guys. Now I need, I need to, to take two. All right, now now we're going to change it from Saw Me to Chop Me, guys. All right? All right, now from Chop Me to uh, Burn Me. Burn Me to Boy Me. Okay, I need I need takes of each of these and to split, edit it down. Like, it, it's, it's... It's like, oh, there's John. I can... I can okay, where's... Okay, no, that's Burn Me. No, that's... that's boy me. Okay, fuck. Where's Chop Me? I got the fucking axe. Okay, got it. Got it. Exactly. It's like, so much work would go into this. It wouldn't... It's like, insane. It's not worth... It's like, nope. <laughs> I kind of love it. 
it's like this is so convoluted. It it's is like, so convoluted. That's why it's a movie, baby. <laughs> it's re- wow. Is it? It's whoo. All right. All right. Let's, that's that's enough of that. Let's move on to favorite kills. There can be only one favorite kill. Aaron, what what do you got for favorite kill this week? Uh. <laughs> I'm kind of torn. <laughs> I will say, I will, I will say, over oh, before you go in, I will say that the surprise, the kills weren't that bad for this movie. Yeah. They were better kills than I thought we would get. Mm-hmm. We've seen it much worse than other movies. Yeah, the uh, chainsaw flowers kill yeah. was kind of cool. The boil kill was kind of cool, but I think I'm going to have to go with the opener blowing the chick's head off the shotgun <laughs> really? and with with her head in that swim cap <laughs> falling into the pool, and it just kind of made me go. Oh, I kind of like what I'm in for. <laughs> so, um, shotgun to the face slash um, shotgun blowing off your head. <laughs> Favorite kill. I'm su- I'm surprised by that. I, I'm surprised. It, I but that's cool. Like, no, I love it. I love it. Um, I was kind of torn because uh, Chainsaw is okay. Just because, like, after the army. But when you see him, like, digging that Chainsaw into his crotch, it's like, oh, God. Um, but I also, but the, the acid shower was pretty good. But we've seen acid. I'm, I think my favorite goes actually um, Phil boiling in the pool. Really? Yeah. yeah I, I like never, that one too. Never seen that before. Yeah. The effects, the makeup effects were good. Is mm-hmm. as stupid as it is that he never tried to escape the pool. But I still love the fact that just the idea that some the pool was actually got hot enough to boil somebody alive. Don't you think that's <laughs> something that Bert might have said? <laughs> you know, instead of being like it's locked, don't go into the like a pool is tempting to for just about everybody. I mean, pools are cool, man. Yeah. I mean, if I saw a pool, I'd be like, oh, the gate's locked. I'm going to unlock the gate and check the water. Well, okay, well, let's think that, that means Bert didn't know. Again, that so Steve had to crank up the pool water because <laughs> to know that somebody well, – this was probably the most probable because he knew somebody would probably go into the pool to take a swim. But, but he had to turn up – which means he had to get to the island. Like, we're taking like days, <laughs> days at a time to get the pool that hot to boil somebody oh alive. So, again, just the sheer amount of work and, and, and pre – Premeditation that went into yeah that guy's committed yeah so I'm going to fill boiling in the pool is my favorite kill for this week Uh, moving on to odds and ends not only did they watch these films they researched them too ugh what is wrong with these guys this go by real quick guys Uh, there's really hardly nothing on this movie ratings IMDb gives it a four point four and a half out of ten Rotten Tomatoes there is no thermometer score and no audience score. And Amazon gives it a one out of five. I know I saw that a one. One. You know, that's be, rare from Amazon. I honestly think that's the lowest Amazon one we've ever done. I think it is too. But there's a caveat with that because we'll get to it. Uh, trivia, plot, plot keywords, there were none. Uh, trivia, the only trivia, it's not even really trivia. It just, it's this movie's also known as under the title of Who Done It, and also in some weird circle somewhere. Uh, scared alive is another title. This scared alive, yeah, which makes even less sense. Like, I what? Like, I kind of get who done it, but yeah, I get who done it, but scared alive. Like, like, I don't. <laughs> no, I, Look, I, I don't. Go. John's dead. Boo! Ah! Hey! I'm alive. I'm alive. Scared alive. <laughs> scared him alive. All right. Uh, yeah, I don't get that. So that's it for trivia. Uh, budget? Nope. Don't got a budget game this week. No, it's not a shock. Um. So that brings us to this week's five star reviews. These special movies have a place in these special people's hearts. Five star reviews. Now, sadly, there are no five star reviews <laughs> because Amazon 
only has one one review. One. one. Hence the one star rating. So yes. I think I know where this is going. Yeah. Uh, and it's a one star review. All right. <laughs> uh, and it's the only review I wrote down. Now, there were reviews on IMDb. Well, the problem with IMDb reviews is those people, for some reason, love to write a fucking novel. Those are the longest got-out reviews. I'm like, I do not read all this. Right. I'm not reading this. Even trying to find a blur, like a little clip, like, I'm not reading through all this. So Amazon um, sometimes is like, fun! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Thanks for dumbing it down, Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so our reviewer, who I don't even have a name for, just writes, it doesn't even rate the one star I've given it. I like slasher films, but occasionally I find one that is not worth watching. Skip this. You'll be glad you did. One star. That's all we have yeah. for Ozanance this week. Go on by real fast. Not much to say. Um, so, Aaron, let, let's add to our thoughts to the final reviews here. What's your final take on Island of Blood? I had more fun talking about it than watching it. <laughs> that's most. That's the end of being most of the, the case. That's, for, that's for why us. we do this. Yeah. You know, because we love these horrible horror movies. But honestly, at the end of the day, the movie really sucked. The, there was a lot of scenes that just that didn't need to be there. I mean, this movie could have been. I mean, it's not a long movie. No, it's it's an hour and nineteen minutes. Yeah, and it could have been an hour and ten, maybe forty five. Honestly, well, I don't know about that. There was a lot of it's a lot of filler. A lot, a lot of those cat and mouse scenes. A lot of cat and mouse stuff could have been taken what, out. God, yeah. that could have really been trimmed up or just done better. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, but I'm. I'm going to have to say so bad it's scary. You know, I just, uh, it was still kind of fun still, but I mean, honestly, it's just poor. It just was poorly done, poorly executed. We've seen better eighties movies. Um, that music made you just want to put your head through a (laughs) fucking wall. Yeah. I mean, it got real. Like we were talking about how the music was fun at first and towards the end of the movie, you just want to bash your head against the wall. Yeah. Um, don't get me wrong. There are certain things that are kind of fun and kitschy, but not enough to really sit down and watch the movie. So, so bad. Um, you know what? I'm actually split because there's a part of me, like, there's everything you said. I agree with like the song alone makes me almost like so bad. It's scary because I can't handle that fucking song anymore. But there were times when I was watching it. It was like, you know, I was never really bored with it. I was never really like, yeah, it's bad. The acting's bad, but it's fun. Bad. It, I kind of actually enjoyed it to the extent, and there's enough weird shit in it that makes me like, like the girl who can't blow out a candle. <laughs> Ow, my ankle! <laughs> <laughs> like, and just, there's, I don't know, like, I, it's a weird, lost little horror movie. I think it's lost in the shuffle, and probably rightfully so. But I still say, I'm going to say so bad it's good, just for one watch, not a repeated thing. I'm saying so bad it's good, watch it once. You get yes, the music is going to drive you fucking insane. It's going to make you want to stab your ears with a screwdriver. I said it before, but it had it had decent kills for a movie that su- surprised me. It did. The makeup effects were surprisingly good again for this budget and and the quality of the movie. So that I gave it big marks on that. The twist ending was unique for its time. Uh, having a producer making snuff films. Basically. It's not a bad idea. No, it's, it's not. Really not. And we've seen a lot of that stuff done. Later, Later, like, like, mm-hmm. uh, what was it? Blame with dolls basically did the same thing that the guy yeah. making movies, mm-hmm. uh, uh, camp was camp dread that was the same way or something like yeah, that. Yeah, with uh, Eric Roberts, yeah, Eric Roberts. Like, so yeah, we've seen yeah, that yeah. done a lot lately, but this, you know, this is 82 may have been not maybe there's something in the 60s or 70s did, but this may be one of the earliest movies to do that premise, yeah, yeah. Um, isn't that right around the time Faces of Death was really popular too? The Faces of Death, I don't think came out to like. 
late eighties, early nineties, but yeah, face of death. That was, yeah, it was that mm-hmm. area. But so I'm saying, I'm saying so bad to go for at least one watch. It's free on prime right now. So you're not going to cost you any money. It is free. It, it is, is free. 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 All right. And uh, I, I did forget to mention uh, during the cat and mouse scenes, the music they played during the chase scenes was pretty fucking good. The score, it actually yeah. wasn't bad. It, yeah. Not the soundtrack, but like the score. Yeah, yeah, like the it was like a weird synthesizer. Of course, it was synthesizer. But, it was, but it was but it was cool. Anytime yeah. I'm a sucker for a synthesizer these days. <laughs> a lot of a lot of new bands are using synthesizers a lot, or like a, a keyboard type effects yeah. that make more synth. And it's fucking cool, especially when it's a female singer. Oh god, that's got my number. <laughs> it was like, oh, I'm in love. You know, I just love that shit. Lady Hawk. Oh yeah. I don't know that. Lady one. Tron. Both. Yeah, I just realized both those bands have Lady in it. Lady Tron and Lady. <laughs> <laughs> don't know them but i'm gonna have to look them up now yeah they're they're fun um so yeah there's my so we're split this week guys we're split um so we're gonna have to leave it at that yeah and again it's it's a hard split for me or about hard a hard choice for me but i mean just the, it was fun it was fun to talk about some of the kills are fun and like i totally agree with a lot of what you say but it just didn't give me enough to make me really want to like recommend it, I get it. Yeah, totally get it. Uh, All right, and I get your side too. And you know what? If you ask me tomorrow, I might change my mind. <laughs> but right now, I'm just like nah. Yeah, that's all. That's all we. That's all we can do. Is see how we feel right now. Um, all right, guys. Remember, uh, keep an eye out for our uh, March Madness matchups and continue to vote in those. Yeah, every day. I even noticed my phone lighting up. We've had a couple. Yeah, more, we got we got you know. votes coming in the whole time we're recording this. So uh, keep it up. Uh, we love it. Uh, we'll be back next week with another uh, horrible horror movie. In the meantime, guys, remember to watch more horror movies and to always keep it tight.